Greetings from Soundography, a crash course in music, one band at a time. I'm Brian Ibbett. And I am confused about what style of music we listen to. <laughs> Man, no kidding. Uh, yeah, this is a, this is an interesting week. We listen to the music of Sturgill Simpson, who on the surface is a country music artist and probably for the most part would be labeled as a country music artist. However, um, he had a fantastic foray into rock and roll. We'll talk about that. Done a lot of bluegrass and who knows what uh, other styles he's got kind of cooking around in his uh, little noggin. I keep waiting for his hip hop album to come out. I wouldn't be, it would not surprise me, honestly. Like I could see that. I could see a J-pop album. Uh, okay, that one would surprise me. Although with the anime, mm-hmm. you know, he's yeah. got something like that in him. I was thinking more like a um, a alternative style, you know, like a, oh, what's a good example of that? Uh, Drive-by truckers. Yeah, Drive-by truckers is a good example. Sure. I mean, to some degree, Todd Snyder is a little bit of the alternative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, countrified alternative music. That's who we're talking about. We're talking about Sturgill Simpson. And uh, before we even get into his history, I got to say, I I knew I liked a couple of his albums and I knew I liked a couple of his songs a lot, but this was the first time I would listen to everything. And dude, I'm, I'm, I enjoyed this week so much. I did too. I'm wondering if I enjoyed it more because we are coming off Lenny Kravitz or if it's, I just really oh, enjoyed it. Boy, look at the dichotomy between Sturgill Simpson and Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz is very, very good at one thing, right? He is good at making those funk R&B songs to the point where you plop one song off of one album and throw it in the air and you can't figure out which album it it came from. But Sturgill Simpson uh, is the opposite of that, whereas all these different genres. You hear a Sturgill Simpson song, you can say, oh, yeah, that one probably came from High Top Mountain. Or, oh, that one definitely came from uh, Fury, uh, Sound and Fury. It's, he's got a very definitive style. Isn't that a albums, Chuck Norris which... movie, The Sound and Fury? No, it's the blind uh, Rucker Hauer movie where he, that's Blind Fury. Never mind. That's Blind Fury, yeah. Sound and Fury was, uh, it was a famous book. Signifying nothing or something like that, uh, William Faulkner. Yes, yes, yes. You're Doesn't right. Sound, that is it. Yeah, but it's the phrase sound, sound and fury signifying. I can't. That's what happens when I eat too much taco. Sound and fury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happens when they don't give me enough tacos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Let's start talking about uh, Sturgill Simpson. It's not even his real name, man. Well. It's two-thirds of his real name. His real name is John Sturgill Simpson, so he's going by his middle name. He was the first male child on his mom's side to not work in the mining career. After high school, he served in the Navy for three years, and after a stopover in Washington State, he returned back home to Kentucky. In 2004, he formed a country rock band called Sunday Valley. Later, he moved to uh, Salt Lake City and worked at the Union Pacific Railroad. After friends and family talked him into taking his hobby and making it a career, he and his wife moved to Nashville. That's where he released his first album in 2013, High Top Mountain. This album was self-funded, self-released, and recorded in Nashville. Uh, The album's named for a cemetery where many of his family are buried. And reviewers said the album sounded like Waylon Jennings and Merle Haggard. I don't know if I'd be able to tell that if you played one of those (laughs) artists for me, I don't know if I'd be able to tell which one was which. (laughs) 
he was able to have some top-notch studio players join him. Hargis, Pig Robbins on piano, and Robbie Turner on steel guitar. Also, Robbie, just so you kind of get the caliber of who Robbie was and the comparison for noise or the sound, is that he had played for Waylon Jennings. That's what um, maybe that influenced the sound too, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. they're hearing the steel guitar and uh, saying, "Oh, that's very a very Waylon Jennings thing." Yeah, this is probably of all the albums the one I had the hardest time getting into, or the only one I had a really hard time getting into. And I think it's just because of all the genres, outlaw rock is a tougher one for me to get into. There was a song I really liked on here, and we'll talk about the minute, but in a minute, but. Uh, uh, High Top Mountain was a um, a slow starter for me. Me too. Follow that up the next year with uh, Meta Modern Sounds, Meta Modern Sounds in Country Music, which I love that they introduced the album like that. Uh, Living the Dream was the lead single from the album. Means to an end, it don't seem to me. Walking around, living the dream, every time I take a notion. Till the truth comes bubbling up song bittersweet it was a little bit more fleshed out sound and it strayed a little bit more from the traditional sound of the first album. This album was listed by the New York Times as one of the top 10 albums of the year. To help promote it, he appeared on The Late Show, Conan, Fallon, and Seth Meyers. He opened for Willie Nelson at Austin City Limits and he played at the Grand Old Opry. Uh, on this album, he covered The Promise by When in Rome, and that song was featured in an episode of HBO's The Leftovers, which is an incredibly great series. That's where I first heard it, obviously. And then the uh, the show The Watchmen also used his song Turtles All the Way Down. So I wonder if it was um, an awkward sex scene with a fire spewing owl. <laughs> no, that's just in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Or was that? Are, is there, are they talking about the movie? Or are they talking about the, uh, the TV watch, show? TV I think show they're watching about the TV show. Yeah, I was gonna say because that that uh, I don't remember that in the movie. Well, I don't remember in the TV show earlier either. But uh, well, it was 2014, uh, so it'd have to be the TV show. Oh right, of course. 2016, he released a Sailor's Guide to Earth. The single "Brace for Impact," "Live a Little" was released ahead of the album. Okay, I'm sitting there listening. I had to check three <laughs> times to see if I was still listening <laughs> to the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was a huge surprise for me. I'm like, what it, What happened? I almost texted you and said, uh, what are we doing? Get ready for Whiplash with yeah. album number three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the album has been said to be a heartfelt guide to living to his son. And uh, on this album, he covered Nirvana's In Bloom. And just incredible job covering that. He appeared on Saturday Night Live to help promote this album. In 2017, he opened for... Guns and Roses on their Not On This Lifetime tour. That's an interesting combination, although maybe not so much with Sailor's Guide to Earth as it would have been with either of the previous albums. And also what he was coming up on. And what he was getting ready for, exactly. Yeah, the uh, 2019 album Sound and Fury. Uh, He announced this album at the 2019 San Diego Comic-Con. He said it was a, quote, sleazy, steamy rock and roll record. 
Okay. And he could not have been more, it could not have been a more apt description. <laughs> this is like, uh, sure. this is like ZZ Top playing strip clubs all the time. It is. It is so, uh, it is so good. It's, I know. I this, love this uh, album. Yeah. This, this was uh, easily the highlight for me. And I, I listened to this twice through uh, this week just because it's, it's my favorite. And it's so different. A companion anime film was released on Netflix. Did you have a chance to uh, check that yes, out? Yes, I did. I watched it last night and I described yeah. it as robots, uh, love and robots meets the animatrix meets Aeon Flux from the yeah. MTV liquid television days. Yeah. If the movie heavy metal was redone today, it would look a lot like this with a lot of anime influences and stuff. It is. Uh, and I actually have hints of metal. Yeah, and hints of metal, <laughs> right? Not not Devo covering, uh, <laughs> working on a coal mine, or yeah. When when yeah. you have Sammy Hagar as the heaviest thing on your soundtrack, you don't deserve to be yeah. called heavy metal. Well, all right, I liked it though. Maybe I liked it because it wasn't super heavy metal. Uh, Sing Along was the first. I think single. I think you just like Ralph Bakshi's animated boobs. Who doesn't though? I mean, <laughs> come on, it's Ralph Bakshi's animated boobs. Uh, Sing Along was the lead single from uh, this album. And it featured a rock sound, as we mentioned, used synthesizers, psychedelic rock influences, and a whole lot of funk. Uh, then one more change to another direction. And 2020's Cut and Grass Volume 1, The Butcher Shop. This was his first bluegrass album. It features bluegrass versions of some of his older songs. Does this count as a cover album for you? Because he's kind of covering himself. It does. Yeah. It's a, what I call a recover. Like if an artist takes one of their songs and redoes it in a brand new style, a best example of that is Eric Clapton's Unplugged Layla. It's it's a it's a completely different song, right? It, and even though it's the same artist, it's um, it's so different that it's like a it's absolutely a recover. But when an artist does like a um, a new live version or or regular unplugged version, I wouldn't say that the Allison Chains unplugged stuff is a cover of the of their originals. But if they change it drastically enough, then yeah, I do. Uh, he followed that one up the same year with Cut and Grass Volume 2, The Cowboy Arms Sessions. More bluegrass tunes that he was too afraid to do on Volume 1. <laughs> I will say these are interesting. Yeah. And it was a real, again, it was a real head-scratcher after Sound and Fury, because I thought he was going to evolve <laughs> into something else uh, with right. a more of an edge. And technically, the only edge he had was on the lawnmower he was holding on the cover. <laughs> it does it does its own edging. Yeah. Yeah, the, you know, I got into these and started listening to it, and it wasn't until I got to the 10th track, Long White Line, before I said, wait a minute. These are these are covers of his uh, older songs. This is great. <laughs> like that's how different these were from from what we heard before. Even though the previous nine songs were were things I'd already heard uh, recently, but I really do like like the style of doing that, and um, it's, it's pretty it's pretty cool. 
And then 2021, uh, sticking in that bluegrass style, he released The Ballad of Dude and Juanita. And that was announced August 20, uh, August 20th, 2021. He said he was planning on releasing his concept album, and he did it. I'd never really thought of bluegrass as a, a, a platform for a concept album. Concept albums for no. me always kind of fall in a certain wheelhouse. I mean... Prague and yeah, rock, yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, I know that Kanye West has done one. I know that there are a few other outliers as far as concept albums sure. go. Bluegrass concept album seems a little like a mental incongruity, and he yeah. seemed to pull it off. He really did. It, this is um, in his in his catalog. This is my second favorite of his albums, and this is good. Like, all right, I want to just kind of relax, chill out, maybe while I'm working or while I'm. Mowing the lawn or something like that. Yeah, mowing this the cutting the grass. You mean cutting the grass? I guess is is probably the most appropriate, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but it it uh, yeah this 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 is so good. It um, it kind of builds on what he set up with the cutting grass albums and gives me a more cohesive package. Not because not just because it's a concept album, but the songs just feel more complete and fleshed out. And uh, and I really like that. I I do think this might be the period at the end of this the bluegrass sentence. So yeah, a change in maybe. styles again feels like it's on the horizon because it really this feels like okay I've I played with bluegrass for a while with my own stuff then I wrote a whole bunch of new stuff in bluegrass I'm gonna take off my bluegrass jacket and put on something else. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Uh, It'll be his bossa yeah. nova jacket next that he puts on. Oh, geez. Yeah, his lounge. <laughs> his ska. Where's where's uh, where's Sturgill Simpson's ska album? Man. Oh my gosh! So after listening to the entire catalog, it made yeah. me think a lot about Zach Brown and how he doesn't stick around in one style. He kind yeah. of is a little bit more country and rock, but he does move around quite a bit. And I think the two of them together should get together and share some notes and do some stuff. Yeah. Zach Brown, Avett Brothers, they always keep one foot firmly in country, but then that other foot kind of moves around into other styles. So it would be cool to see what the, what, you know, either of those bands could do as a, with a collaboration with Sturgill. Or just have him jump all the way in and go dream theater and see what happens. <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? Like a prog rock Sturgill Simpson album? Oh, that'd be, that'd be great to have like a, a, yeah. a bluegrassy dream theater album. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to uh, statistics and general notes. Uh, Hammond, where where else have we heard some of his music? Well, so he's got a really large filmography. Orca Park, Black Hog Gut, One Dollar, The Dead Don't Die, uh, Queen and Slim, The Hunt, Materna, Killers of the Flower Moon. I mean, he's... He's appeared in things. Is it? Uh, so he's actually appearing. This isn't just like his music is no, appearing. No, he's appearing these. in them. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I've seen, of, of those, I've seen The Hunt. It's on my list. I haven't um, seen it yet. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Boy, you got to be, you got to be in the right political climate mood to watch that because it, it really kind of skewers both sides. Isn't it? Isn't it the uh, deadly, most deadly game? Yeah, the de the deadliest game, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. The, yeah, it is. It's a you know we're hunting humans kind of thing, but it's but it's kind of more than that. And yeah, Betty Gilpin plays the the lead character, and she's uh, she's great. I could watch her for 
<laughs> well, I did watch her for hours in The Hunt. <laughs> and I watched her for hours in Nurse Betty, so, or Nurse Jackie. So. Also in 2014 and 2015, he won the American Music Award. Uh, he was nominated for and won a Grammy Award and the UJ American Awards. Oh, cool. I'm amazed that nothing for Sound and Fury. Like, I would think that the Grammy voters would love this. This just a huge crossover. I'm wondering if he, album. I'm wondering if they were just shocked by the style. I mean. Could be, yeah. Any group of people who thought that the, the Crest of the Nave was metal could also really can be confused by what Sturgill Simpson does. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I get it. All right, well, let's get to our Stairway to Heaven songs. This is, uh, so let's say C, Sturgill Simpson in concert. You get a little notepad on your on your phone, you pull it open, you make a little list of the songs that he played, and then you get to one and you say, well, of course he's doing this one. This is the song he has to do in concert. My thinking is uh, Turtles All the Way Down or Long White Line, uh, just because that Long White Line is... That that one almost made my list because it's such a great trucker song. And I'm not a big fan of trucker music, but uh, not even a little bit. But it, it's about the cocaine the truckers use, right? Yeah, it might as well be. But it is like, it is a list song, so I do kind of like that. No, guess what? His most played song is The Promise, is oh, the one in Rome cover. Wow. That's number one with 158 performances. So... He does that every every time he plays. Turtles All the Way Down, though, is number two. It Ain't Flowers, Long White Line, Some Days, Living the Dream. Uh, he does I'd Have to Be Crazy by Willie Nelson, uh, Brace for Impact, and Welcome to Earth to kind of round out the top ten. All right, so for listeners, I will play a Long White Line here because the promise will end up later on in the show. I woke up, my baby was gone. Uh, all right, well, let's get to, uh, speaking of covers, speaking of that Willie Nelson cover, who would like to hear him cover? All right, so he's done New Wave covers. He's done grunge covers within Bloom. Uh, how about a Britpop cover? And I didn't want to fall back to Oasis. They're my first thought when I think of Britpop. But I decided, what about Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve? Isn't that rather Which, Stones? It is... Um, <laughs> the sample yeah, lawsuit? The sample was... Well, the sample was from a cover of... Not Time is on my side. The Last Time. A cover of that of The Last Time by The Rolling Stones <laughs> done by an orchestra. And The Verve heard that and said, oh, we could just replay that over and over and it'll be a really cool, uh, uh, really cool basis for a song. And it was. And it was, and uh, did great until they got sued. But Bittersweet Symphony kind of fits that, the promise, even a little bit the in bloom kind of um, hope and optimism or or storytelling vibe that uh, that those songs have more so than I think the Oasis tracks. Like my first thought was, what about Wonderwall? Or what about Don't Look Back in Anger? But uh, the more I think about it, the more I really like the thought of him doing a cover of Bittersweet Symphony, or better yet, an entire album of covers of Britpop songs. Okay, if you're going to go Britpop, why don't you go What I Want? Or, or uh, yeah, the Spice Girls stuff. Oh, a Wannabe? Yeah, Wannabe. So tell me what you want, <laughs> what you really, really want. Yeah, I don't know. I, I You know, maybe like a Say You'll Be There or a... Um, 
two plus what is it two plus to be, to one become, to become one yeah you plus be me equals one. us or whatever it is stop stop right now thank <laughs> you very much yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe maybe i don't know uh it's a thought this is this i, I kind of like the thought of uh, bittersweet symphony a little bit better oh i know i'm just teasing i could be swayed yeah. i could easily be swayed Yep. Just the just the dangling of a Spice Girls carrot in front of me hand is enough to make me <laughs> make me excited. Uh, what have you got? So I think I'd really like to hear a Sound and Fury version of Eye in the Sky by Alan Parsons. I think that this would be awesome, but I would be in for either a straight country or even a bluegrass cover. Mm, but I think the yeah. Sound and Fury version would be a lot of fun to hear. Actually, really would be, yeah. Just take it in the in the opposite direction of the bluegrass stuff, and just really power it out. Yeah, and then uh, do an anime version of a giant eye. Really make it creepy. <laughs> oh yeah, looking at looking around over mm-hmm. a uh, a post apocalyptic desert or something. Uh, while they do that line dance, that weird animated line dance with topless people. Right. Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> but, so weird. <laughs> Anyway, all right, very good. Uh, those are our covers. Now let's get to our playlist. This is where we have uh, five songs to recommend. Now, he doesn't have a Greatest Hits album, which made this a lot easier because I think a few of my songs might appear on it if he did have a Greatest Hits well, album. Well, one wins his Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, well, that's true. So that would be a great hit, a big hit for him, for sure. So really, you could almost take our list and make a Greatest Hits uh, album from it. But in any case, you'll just have a really good 10-song uh, primer. Yeah, for or just by Sound and Fury. Yeah, or just by Sound and Fury. You know what? Like, do that, and then the remaining rest of our songs. The uh, other eight <laughs> songs. Oh, wait, no. So let's see, eight. Seven oh, songs. Set, no, I put two, you put two. Oh, you have two? Yeah. So six songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we loved that album. All right, let's get to it. Uh, my first song is from Sound and Fury, and it's the song I mentioned that was the single released from that album. But this song was on replay so much in my Apple Music for 2019 that I think it, um, it, it uh, like if I were to sort by number of plays, this would easily be on the top. That's, that song is Sing Along. Boy, it's an angry song, and it's just a killer track. And this is uh, this, this makes for a really good video, too. If you isolate just that part of the Sound and Fury anime, uh, you won't be disappointed. Although, dude, watch the whole thing. If yeah, you haven't watched it's on it, Netflix. It's Netflix right there. Somewhere. Yeah, go watch on Netflix. Netflix. Second for me is the aforementioned Nirvana cover in Bloom from Sailor's Guide. Likes to sing likes to shoot his gun. Don't know what it means. Don't know what it means to love someone. Listen, this is one of those great tracks that you can put on without telling somebody what you're putting on and just kind of watch them to see how long it takes them to recognize the the chord progression or the lyrics or the uh, 
the chorus. It's it's crazy how how that one sneaks up on you. It's very stealthy like that. Uh, and it transforms it without losing any of the meaning, which obviously is a hallmark of a great cover. Did go back to the first album for number three on my list, Some Days. This is from High Top Mountain. And I know I said I'm not a big fan of outlaw rock. And in general, I'm not. Sometimes I feel like cutting veins Just watching bleed I'm tired of laying down Getting nothing on the other end And people only want to be your friend When you got something they need But as I'm just killing Maybe that means at some point we need to do that for a genre episode of of uh, soundography. But this one feels like C.W. McCall, you know, the CB trucker guy and uh, or the Oak Ridge boys. And it, it, this one works for me. And I don't know why, but it just works for me. And so, so do you know who you do know who C.W. McCall really is, right? I don't. He's not really C.W. McCall. No, he is Chip Davis from Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, somebody said this before, and I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. That, how is that even possible? How are those two things an overlap with this one person? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, next one, we're going back to Sound and Fury for Make Art, Not Friends. So this one is kind of a two-parter. Like the first part is a, a heavier instrumental, but then about a minute in, it switches to a slow burner song that's kind of like ZZ Top's Rough Boy uh, in style. I can't remember what the what the video from the Netflix thing was like during this, but I visualize a, um, a giant anime spaceship uh, docking with a space station for the song. Maybe I'm thinking of Rough Boy. Was that that was Rough that Boy? Ever? Rough Boy has the 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 car flying comes into yeah. an, a satellite, and then they have uh, disembodied just legs down walking yeah. around the the That's, space station. That must be what I'm thinking of. Well, wow, there's the there's the Rough Boy connection rearing its ugly head right there. But uh, it's such a great song, and I love the title. Make art, not friends. <laughs> so Which is good. what we do on ANTP. That's what we do. My whole life is that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to make art. Last one. Let's see how surprised oh. you are. Show me your shocked face. It's The Promise. Yeah, the cover of When in Rome. When you're in doubt When you're in danger Take a look all This one came from Metamodern Sounds, and it's the other of the, quote, put it on and see who figures it out uh, type of song that I really, really like. That that's actually was the genesis of Coverville, was me putting together these playlists of songs that, let's see how long it takes people to recognize that this is a cover kind of thing. And um, these would be tracks one and two in Bloom and the Promise. Okay, I got one for him. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. The Cutting Crew, I Just Died in Your Arms. <laughs> I'm sure at one point, either When in Rome opened for Cutting Crew or Cutting Crew opened for When in Rome, or the mm-hmm. two bands both opened for each other. Like, <laughs> each other, yeah. Salt and Pepper or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, he could, no, he could cover he could cover the hell out of that. 
That'd be a great, that'd be a great cover for him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, Hammond, tell me the five songs you picked as soon as you got in here and noticed that I planted my flag on those three before you even wrote the. Well, <laughs> so we talked about it last week that I was actually interested in picking the promise and yes. you got it. So I yes. was forced to pick other songs, which I did gladly. Yep, did. My first one is <laughs> Railroad of Sin from High, High Top. This is a good old-fashioned train song, and train rhythm songs fascinate me because everyone has a different way of doing a train song, and the train rhythms are unique to each performer, and I really enjoyed his. So there's that. So Railroad Ascent. The next one is Call to Arms from A Sailor's Guide. This is a great driving tune. It's got a really, really good vocal delivery. I was I bought into it as soon as I heard it. I'm like, yeah, I want this on my list. It's great. Um, my yeah. third one is Ronin from Sound and Fury. That sounds like something Tarantino would use in a movie. And it's like, it's a perfect thing for like a Tarantino girl going in and kick everyone's butt scene. <laughs> the bride kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Or even the girls from Death Proof going around killing everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's got that feel to like the old, how Tarantino picks songs that sound old, but maybe really aren't old. And then mm-hmm. puts them in settings to make them kind of feel like they belong there. That kind of thing. Then number four is the best clockmaker on Mars. And my only yeah. question is, is he still doing country? Because I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I really, really dug this tune. As you can tell, Sound and Fury is probably the album I would tell you to start with if you like rock. For yeah. sure, I would I would say that uh, same exact thing. Yeah. And if you like country, start with High Top. And if you like bluegrass, stop with, start with Cutting Grass or The Dude and Juanita, which sounds like a spinoff from... Uh, it reminded me a lot of that, the other Netflix thing that um, the Coen brothers did, Bagger, the Ballad of... Bagger Vance? Not Bagger Vance. Not Bagger Vance, no. no. Not Bagger Vance, that's the golf one, but yeah. it's something like that. Um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That's it, yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. <laughs> Bagger Buster. Yeah. <laughs> Buster Scrubs. Buster Scrubs. That's my... Uh, that's my doctor in the medicines cover band. Oh yeah, doctor of the medics. Yeah, medics. Yeah. Um, then my last one is "Brace for Impact" from Sailor's Guide.
I really enjoyed the arrangement of this one. And this style is the way I want Eye in the Sky done. This is kind of, I'm like, okay, the reason I picked this is to kind of prove the point that he could do Eye in the Sky just like that. Oh, good choice. Yeah, this is a fun week, man. I really, really enjoyed this. All right, Hammond, who are we going to be listening to next week? Delamitri. And I only know one song of theirs. Uh, is it Rolled to Me? Yep, that's the only one I know. You probably know uh, Tell Her. Tell Her Not to Go. I bet you I don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were they were big in the, in the whole alternative thing uh, for me growing up. But... I mean, I feel like maybe two, three songs that I know. I probably know more than that because I think I actually have one of their albums. I don't know which one. I don't know which one I have, but uh, so this will be good. I uh, know the one song, and that's it. That's funny. I think I've changed everything. I'm looking through their album covers. That's the one where they appeared at Woodstock '94, so it would make sense that. Oh no, I have twisted. Yep, I'm seeing that cover, that album cover, and that's totally the one I have. So, okay. uh, and Twisted is the one that's got, uh, oh, Tell Her This, not Tell Her. And Roll to me. me was there as well. Which explains, oh, Driving with the Brakes On. You know that one too. Mm, you might think so. <laughs> I think I might have to plug that one in because I really like that song, Driving with the Brakes you On. Go, you go right ahead because I'm, I'm, I'm getting a might uh, third eye blind from this week. Oh, no, no. These guys are good. Okay. Well, I think these, I mean, from from the two albums that I think I probably recognize, I think these guys are really good. Okay. <laughs> if, if these guys aren't good, just know I'm putting, I'm putting something horrible in next season. Oh, geez. Really? Well, I don't, was this me? Did I do this one? No. Yes, this was your okay. choice. Yeah, this was. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. If this I don't know. Like something I would pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a... Uh, this is definitely a Brian pick. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Well, I can't wait to get to it. Uh, We're really listening to Slipknot actually. next season. If you don't, if this isn't good. <laughs> Guar. <laughs> Guar will at least be entertaining for the visuals. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I don't do the visuals while I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Soundography. Listen, we want to hear from you. Email us, soundographypodcast at gmail.com is the email address to use. We're over there on the Twitter, too. At uh, the Soundography is how you find us there. And of course, everything else you can find at our website, soundography.com. Check out our playlist. We uh, put those in for every single episode, which you'll find in the show notes over there at soundography.com. Takes you over to Spotify where you hear our songs wherever they're available. Pretty sure everything from Sturgill is available there, so yep. it should be a good 10-song uh, set. Um, everything else uh, you'll find in there, um, you know, are, are a link to where you can buy the music as well as a way to support the show. We love to get your support. Visit patreon.com slash soundography and uh, a buck a month, a couple bucks a month. It's it's small change to you, but for us, it makes a huge difference. So visit patreon.com slash soundography and support what we do today. And of course, another great way that doesn't cost you a penny, 
A great way to get the word out about our show is to leave good reviews wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a bad review, let us know. We, you know, we want to hear your constructive criticism of our show. But if you have a good review, we'll put it where everyone freaking can see it. Uh, and that's iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, all those places. Or do the Clara all and tell a friend and they'll tell a friend and they'll tell a friend. And they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends. Uh, excellent. Hammond, uh, anything to close us out? I'm shocked at how much I enjoyed this week. I was amazed and I'm a proud owner of Sound and Fury and I'm watching the Netflix thing again tonight with my kids. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Even with all the kind it's, of stuff in there? It's, it's, it's tame. Yeah. It's not bad. And, and yeah. they own the parts. So why would they be afraid <laughs> to see it? It's not a, it is, it's something that, uh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Good point. <laughs> That's all I'll say there. Excellent. <laughs> all right. Well, um, that is going to do it for this edition of Soundography. On behalf of Hammond Chamberlain, this is Brian Evans saying thanks for listening. We'll see you next time right here on Soundography. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>